Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Shoot Style Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Martin Barraza and Manuel Ramos. Hey, hey, what's going on? Manny, how are you doing today? Good, good. How are you, sir? Good, good. Like I said, excited. We're on the road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And this in this episode of the, of the pod, we're reviewing uh, Raw, the last episode of Raw. Yeah, which happened last night, as we speak, yeah. last night. Yes, um, it took place in the Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And we're going to dive dive into the show. Um, to kick off the show, we had the KO show hosted by Kevin Owens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, this is, you know, how the WWE starts with a promo, but basically... Kevin Owens started the show wearing a cowboy hat, and Owens introduced us to his tag team partner and the man by his side when they go through the tag team titles next week on Raw. The man KO calls his best friend. Where have I heard that? He, before? he calls, yeah, <laughs> Seth Rollins. And yeah. you know, Seth Rollins comes out like the Joker in his wrestling gear, mm-hmm. and they were in the ring. And with four leather chairs and in the KO KO Show's logos in there. And Owens welcomes us to the KO Show. KO mentioned that it's been a tough year for him. And so far, since none of them have been able to secure a plan yet. Damn that Brock Lesnar. With, <laughs> with, <laughs> with KO saying it's a travesty that they're not on the card yet. Rollins, Rollins then said that they have been screwed on the path to WrestleMania. Damn you, Brock Lesnar. Cowboy Brock. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but the WrestleMania guys gave them another card to play in the form of the Raw Tag Team Titles. Rollins said that they take those titles to Mania and make moments. Owen said he's heard people believe that KO's disdain for Texas will distract them from being a Raw Tag Team Champion, Duh. and Owens will, <laughs> and Owen said nothing will stop them. Owen said that they're the absolute best. Owen said that the people of Texas or Texas legends like JBL were HBK who are desperate for KO's attention and then KO stomped on the cowboy hat. I think Cowboy Brock will not be happy. (laughs) No, I think he would be frowning. Yeah. 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 And then Rollins mentioned, you know, the city that they're in. And then we get the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Alpha Academy. Um, Chad Gable and Otis. And then Otis was telling the people to shush. (laughs) And then Gable cut a promo talking about how Seth and Kevin were making assumptions of what was going to happen. Gable said, did his annoying thank you bit. Thank you. Yeah, the thank you. (laughs) Mentioning that they are the champions. And Owen said that they were aware that Chad and Otis were champions. Until next Monday night. Rollins said that there are no hard feelings since they like the Alpha Academy, but WrestleMania needs them. Then Cable then Gable ripped on Ohio State University since they're Columbus, you know, the cheap heat that they're reaching for. Mm-hmm. And then then Gable complained about how Owens and Rollins were being added to the match. Owens said that they can make they can't make it personal, it's just business. And Gable said that they had their chance at WrestleMania. They've won championships. And Seth even main event at WrestleMania. Gable has a point there. 
And then Gable spoke about not being on the show in the past while saying that he and Otis earned those titles. I think they have. I think they've done a pretty good job. Yeah, I think so too. And Roland and Rollins said that that after they beat the Alpha Academy next week for the titles, and Alpha Academy can face them for the titles. Uh, and then they got into an argument. Gable started doing the shush thing. So then Owens stunned him, and they held Owens back. So and this set up a tag team match between Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins against the Alpha Academy. Again, the finish was solid. It was a Owens uh, launched Gables into into Rollins and then hit a buckle bomb and then Owens hit a stunner on Gable and then Rollins hit the stomp on Gable. After 13 minutes, Owens and Seth freaking Rollins win the match. Jeez, this is this was very long. This is very yeah. long even for me for describing it just for the listeners out there, but that's our opening opening segment and match. What do you think of that? <laughs> so, I, I'm, I'm sure I've said this before, but I'm kind of just sick of the opening promo that Raw uh, seems to always have. It's always a it's always cut and paste, and not not in a good way. And I don't know. I just it was entertaining. Like I said before, I, I definitely enjoy the pairing of of KO and Seth. I think they're very entertaining and very funny. I think they have good chemistry and they mesh well on camera. And I do enjoy me some some Otis and uh, Chad Gable. I'm glad that they're finally using Chad um, instead of keeping them in catering. Because both of them, well, all four, all four are really talented, but. I'm glad that they're doing something with both of them, and I'm glad that they're the tag team champions. Uh, I think they've done a, a, a pretty good job, actually. So, in that aspect, bravo WWE. But I just, like I guess that I'm kind of just sick of these opening promos, opening monologues, opening whatever you want to call it. And there were some interesting, interesting moments. The whole, <laughs> the whole shush thing <laughs> is very annoying, but at the same time, it's funny. At least to me, it's funny. It kind of makes me feel like I'm back in kindergarten and the teacher's yelling at me <laughs> to be quiet. So in yeah. that aspect, it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. But, you know, that's what it makes me feel like. But um, I, I, it gets and, to the point to get heat, right? So I guess yeah. it's, I guess it's the point. It's annoying heat, but <laughs> it gets heat. And, I, and actually, the a thank you, actually, even though, <laughs> even though some people think it's annoying. I actually think it's kind of funny, and I actually use that now, without even me realizing it. I'll just be like, oh, thank you. <laughs> it, just kind of just, it just kind of subconsciously just has been incorporated in my vocabulary now. But, but I mean, it, it was entertaining. Some of it was entertaining. Some aspects were a little annoying, and overall kind of dragged out, including the match. Um, the match was fine, but altogether, what, it, it must have been... 25 minutes right 20 25 yeah, 30 took, minutes it, yeah it took a lot i mean the match was 13 minutes i think the match yeah. was solid i mean you got four workers yeah, yeah, oh, G- yeah. gable fantastic and it, it shows you that they dropped the angle instead of jason jordan it should have it should have been chad <laughs> gable who should have been kurt angle's son instead of jason oh, jordan of course but you know, when something makes sense, you know, w, dub dub e is not gonna, you know, take it. They, but you know, it, it is what it is. But um, no, the match was good. It's just my issue is just mostly with the opening promo. 
I mean, again, entertaining, but I'm kind of just sick of it. And I'm kind of just over, over the opening promos. I wish they would kind of just switch it up sometimes and just give me, give me a match. I mean, you could have, you could have had them, uh, you could have just started the show off with a match. And then after the match, you could have gone into like a little dialogue or back and forth or something like that. That would have been a nice little change of pace. But I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I, I just wish they would just change it up a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, they did a jo- they did a good job of setting up going forward for the title match that's next week. But moving on to the show, we got a video of my man Omas destroying people in the ring. <laughs> yes. And then Omas was interviewed by Kevin Patrick, who said mm-hmm. that Omas has been on a rampage in the WWE. Urgh. Yeah, Omas then got some promo time, and he said he dominated everybody. <laughs> yes. And, to, and today he comes across the largest man he's ever faced in the ring, T-Bar. And Omas said he would dominate T-Bar. Mm-hmm. And they faced off, and it was squash. It was a squash. Squash city. Uh, yeah, Omas right away hit a two-handed choke power bomb or choke bomb for the pinfall and it was a one minute match and yeah Omas won I mean he's still very green his promos aren't very good but I mean I mean I I think they set this up so he can win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal (laughs) that sounds about right that definitely sounds about right um hey I mean it's a squash not much really you could say about it uh I know you're not really big on, on Omos and I'm yes, not. I, I, I agree he's still he's still green. You know, nothing's necessarily changed per se. But hey, I have to I have to admit I he's grown on me. I kinda like him. You know, I think I get some entertainment and some enjoyment out of seeing him you know, just like <laughs> go out there and just do his thing. But he definitely needs some some more work, some more seasoning in, in the ring, but um I like them. I personally like them. And yeah, like you said, they're, they're more than likely giving them a, a little bit of a push just to uh, have them win the Andre the Giant um, thing at Mania. So, hey, I mean, that's that, that kind of sounds about right where he is in his career right now. Obviously, he's he's not going <laughs> to he's not going to be WWE or Universal Champion or even Intercontinental or U.S. Champion at this particular stage. But, you know, giving him something like that, you know, that, that sounds about right. So, hey. I mean, the match, I guess, served its purpose, and, you know, we'll see what uh, what happens next week. But, but, yeah, I mean, it was what it was. Yeah, but we'll see what they do with Omos going forward. Um, moving on, they had a clip of, you know, WWE, I'll give this credit. They do a very good job with their, pro, with their packages. I know that Kevin Dunn, that's probably the reason he gets employed, but... They show a clip of <laughs> they show a clip of Bianca Belair and doing a promo with Becky Lynch and then her beating Dewdrop in a, in a good match, but I think the match was more impressive because of the power that Bianca Belair shows. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And this was going to set up a, a six woman a six woman tag team match, and each team got a. Got a promo. Do drop Nikki Ass and, and Becky Lynch. <laughs> were, girl, yeah, they did a they did a promo, and Becky Lynch said that the only thing that matters is winning, and that Becky said they'll do whatever it takes to be declared winners. Mm-hmm. Um, then they also 
show the team of Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, with Ripley saying brutality was their strategy. And, and Bianca Belair walked up to them and she said she wanted to give Becky Lynch a preview of when she beats her for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. Again, we have the six woman tag match. The finish, the finish, uh, uh, Bianca Belair with the KOD on Nikki Ass. Uh, and and they and she she how you say it after a twelve minute match this match was Taylor Morgan and Rhea uh, what are your thoughts about the match the match was solid I actually enjoyed the match and um, I, I just I always laugh now when I see Nikki I'm like oh yeah that's his, uh, that's one of his favorite superstars out there oh yeah and uh, Nikki, yeah. And, and I'm sure you enjoyed her uh, counting the lights. Uh, for that match, uh, like like I said before, she really definitely needs a ch- uh, gimmick change. But, but anyways, the match was solid, and, and I always end up being impressed with with Bianca just with her raw power and just her skills. Like she's she's legit, you know, she is really legit. So um, I think the match did what it was supposed to do. It's it's definitely uh, helping me get my my interest a little bit more peaked to this. Um, Becky versus Bianca match because I know uh, the last podcast we we discussed I was I wasn't really too high on it and I'm yep and I'm, I'm of course I'm not there completely yet but hey this was a nice little Kickstarter uh, you know to to get me and hyped up for that match and then also um, the spot where Bianca hits um, Becky with her hair on her Ooh, on yeah. her abs. Yeah, that was. Um, there's no fake in that. So <laughs> yeah. you can't use you can't use smoke and mirrors for that one. So that that was 100 percent legit. So that definitely looked like it hurt a lot, and uh, it, was, it was a cool little spot. But at the same time, I kind of just kind of cringe when I uh, when I hear it, uh, especially when I when I see it, especially when I hear it. But yeah, it like sounds said, like a gun. Yeah, it sounds like a yeah, gun's gonna go and off, it, and it just ricochets just through the whole arena and just you know it's ooh. but um but no like i said the the match was good i was definitely uh, very pleased with um with uh, the work that was put into that match and uh it's it's nice to see that uh, uh <laughs> nikki counted the lights and and uh <laughs> bianca live and uh Rhea got the uh got the win yeah to your point wwe tweeted a picture of becky lynch lifting up her Showing her abs, and she had a lot of lacerations. It comes two, three, three yeah. lacerations in her stomach, and then her right arm is red. So, yeah, I'm looking at it yeah. myself right now too. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does not look very pretty or very fun, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and to your point, uh, I think last year when Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks went against uh, Bianca Belair, they also did that spot, and yeah. Uh, also had a laceration on her stomach so mm-hmm. so yeah but like you said it's it's opening your eyes more and getting that intrigue level up now that they're working with each other and we'll see how they continue to up the ante in this feud mm-hmm. um, moving forward uh, they showed highlights of last week's NXT because Dolph Ziggler is on NXT now <laughs> um, and, uh, and a- uh, don't forget about Roberto Oh yeah, the, the Dolph Ziggler right now is in a feud with Braun Breaker and some 
Will Champa, and of course, Dolph Ziggler's part of the tag team, the Dirty Dogs. So, the top, you know, dogs. Robert, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Robert, yeah, Robert Roode is not far behind. Uh, they showed that Dolph Ziggler beat Tommaso Champa because Robert Roode interfered. Um, so they made a match now with Tommaso Ciampa against Robert Roode. And, well, we got the roll-up of death, or what, what does Simon Miller call it? The most, uh, the the most, most devastating, devastating move in all of sports entertainment. Yep, the, the surprise roll-up for the roll-up of death. The match was only three minutes. Tommaso <laughs> Ciampa won. So Tommaso Ciampa got revenge for Robert Roode costing him Costing him the title, or the costing him a match against Ziggler on NXT, but then after the match, uh, Rude held on to Champa, and Ziggler hit Champa with a super kick, with a super kick, and then Ziggler cut a promo say the Champa got lucky once, but tomorrow on NXT, Champa and Breaker step into the ring with the two-time WWE Tag Team Champions. That would be Ziggler and Rude. And Ziggler said that they'll prove why the dirty dogs are the dirtiest dogs in the game. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So, so they have a te- so teaser match for, I guess, Tuesday's episode of NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, what do you think of the segment? What do you think of the match? Well, the, the segment and everything just seemed to be really short. Like you said, it was three minutes. So if you happen to have an extra long bathroom break between commercials, you probably would have missed it. So, <laughs> so yeah. But, I mean, I, I like Tommaso Ciampa. I, I, like, I, like, the, I like everybody involved in here. Um, but to be honest with you, like I, at least me personally, I let's be real. It's just basically they're having this feud just to uh, get some interest for NXT. So you know they want to showcase this on Raw for people like us to see what's going on with that, and then they promote that the match is going to be happening the next day, which is probably happening mm-hmm. as we speak right now because it's eight thirty-one. So and I yeah. know NXT's on right now, so they're just trying to get the numbers up for uh, for NXT, which is fine. I mean, that's that's not a bad way necessarily to to promote the show, but um, I mean, but the match is good, and like I said, they're they're all good workers, but it, it's just it was just a big to me. It just seemed like a like a three minute uh, commercial for NXT, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But um, but no, like I said, the work the work is fine. You know, everything was cool about even though it was short, but everything was cool about what happened. But but like I said, I can't necessarily. I don't know if maybe this is the right way of saying it, but I can't necessarily take it seriously again, just because, like I said, I feel like I feel like this is just a commercial for NXT. Mm-hmm. But, oh I mean, yeah, you're I, right. But no complaints. I mean, everything was cool. Everything was good. So um, yeah, every, no complaints. Yeah, to to piggyback off your point, I think they're doing this to get more attention on Braun Breaker because Braun Breaker has money, and he's eventually want to be called up on the main roster and I think they want to have him work with established veterans like Ziggler and Root. And Ciampa's a veteran that he can he works well and yeah, it, it, it you see the difference between like in the main roster you really don't get any time but I'm pretty sure in NXT they're going to they're going to have some time and they're going to have a great match because mm-hmm. three of the participants are veterans and from Breaker who's improving Every match he, he's looking very, very good. 
To me, reminds me of a young Brock Lesnar when he was coming up with that aura and of how good he is. So, yeah, I guess you're right. It it makes us, you know, get our eyeballs into NXT and check out this Braun Breaker guy. I, I will say this. You you are right. I can see the, the similarities between him and, and, and Brock when uh, he was coming up. I definitely can see it. And I definitely can feel it, too. My The only thing that really just makes me feel subdued as far as excitement for this guy it's just that i just always think that they're gonna botch when they bring somebody (laughs) out hopefully hopefully when when he comes up it'll be different because it's not a matter of of if it's a matter of when and just the way things are looking right now this guy is eventually going to be a a world champion on the main roster roster and again it's just a matter of, of when not if but the, again, I can't get too too excited just because WWE has a track record of just botching debuts, botching of call ups. They they never seem to get it right, and uh, for him, it's just or actually anybody, but specifically him, I, I should say. Uh, I I'm not gonna believe it till I see it. So you know, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. I know I say that a lot, but uh, cautiously optimistic, I suppose, is, is the best way to put it. You know. Yeah, I, I'm actually more optimistic because these are Vince's guys. Because yeah. I think Vince didn't push those other guys because they weren't Vince's guys. But these are Vince's guys, so I'm a little bit more optimistic that he'll he'll push them. And I mean, I hope, I hope so. And hey, right. wouldn't it be great if Braun Breaker was the one that beat Roman during his for his title reign? But and you, and you uh, know, I. I you know, I actually thought that, and I might have, I might have mentioned this in the pod sometime last year. You, that I, yeah, I think you did. Yeah, I, yeah, because I know I, I said something to the effect of you should keep the strap on Roman until WrestleMania, and then maybe have because we were talking about creating a new a new superstar, and then I said, oh, maybe you can bring up like Braun Breaker if he's ready and have him uh, go over. So uh, obviously, it's not going to happen this WrestleMania, but hey, I mean. I wouldn't be shocked if it would happen SummerSlam or yeah, maybe SummerSlam or, or maybe even you know not, not Survivor Series but maybe um some down sometime down the road this year more than likely Survivor Series why am I keep keep thinking about Survivor Series SummerSlam SummerSlam sorry so we'll we'll have to see but yeah that that sounds good to me if they want to go ahead and pull the trigger and uh, have him go over at uh, at SummerSlam if they um. If that's what they have in mind, so but yeah, uh, we'll see what happens with uh, with uh, Braun Breaker. I'm a AKA. I'm a I'm a Vince guy, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, and now to the part of the show where the main event. Where, the main yeah, event. you 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 hate this part. <laughs> so we had video. Yeah, we had videos <laughs> shown of the 24/7 title shenanigan <laughs> with Reggie, your your man, beating Dana Brooke. For the 24-7 title two weeks ago. And then last week, Dana beat Reggie for the 24-7 title after she kissed him on the lips. This is this is the most... This title is such a joke. And the fact that it gets time on TV is is, is a travesty of justice. But but the team of the 24-7 champion, <laughs> Dana Brooke and Reggie, are mixed tag. I don't even know how Reggie's a wrestler. All he does is flip around. But... Flex them, I guess. 
So Reggie and Dana Brooke against Akira Tozawa and Tamina. I forgot Tamina was even on the roster. <laughs> Nobody's meaner than Tamina. Yeah. So I guess the finish of the match was Reggie did a somersault dive onto Tozawa for the pinfall. After two minutes, it looked like Reggie hit Tozawa on the top of the head, but I think Tozawa was okay. But ultimately, it was... It was it was just a couple it was just two minutes and then the post match, Dana Brooke kissed Reggie on the lips and tackled him on the mat. Then Tamina mm-hmm. picked up Tazawa and ringside. Tamina <laughs> <laughs> kissed Tazawa at ringside, uh, and Tazawa had a smile. So now we're just kissing everybody, I guess. And then and then they ran off to the back. Yeah, and then Graves then said he wanted Carmella to come up and show him how it's done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was oh, like, yeah, hold yeah, your yeah. hold your pants, Graves. I guess. So it was a comedy spot for, I guess, good for Reggie and Tazawa. I guess they both got kissed. <laughs> they got lucky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I don't have anything else to say other than the fact that this is getting five minutes, five minutes, and <laughs> it's, it's it's stupid, and it's stupid. It is, it is. I, I can't disagree with you, but at the same time, I actually, at least this this segment that happened last night, I actually laughed. I'm not going to lie, man. I actually laughed, and I was entertained. And uh, what, what does Simon Miller say? He's like, as long as I'm entertained, that's what matters. That's why I do <laughs> So I, you know, I, I did, did I enjoy the segment per se, quote unquote? Not necessarily. I'm not going to rewatch it, but I mean, I, I got a kick out of it. I laughed a little bit. I, I laughed last week when uh, when uh, Tazawa tried to kiss Tamina, and you know, I, I laughed. I'm not going to lie. I just kind of gave a, a nice little loud chuckle, but it, hey. it killed the Tamina aura, no? Having him yeah, kiss the kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're you're right. Technically, you're right, but they're not doing anything with her. So what aura? It's it's not like. It's not like she's out there every week squashing everybody and, and getting a push. So, yeah, I understand what you're saying, and I do agree. I'm not necessarily saying you're wrong, but she's not doing anything. So, yeah, it does kind of kill her aura a little bit, but she doesn't get any TV time, and she doesn't really – she's just in catering. So, I mean, <laughs> if she's if she's fine with it, then I have no problem with it. I mean, it's just – it's just a, a comedy sketch, a comedy segment, and you know it's just there to <laughs> to be filler, I suppose. And like I said yesterday, I don't know why they don't have this twenty four title or twenty four seven title to be be the gimmick title for like celebs. Like I said uh, last last time we were talking, like Johnny Knoxville, that's the that's the title that this guy should be uh, going for, not not the Intercontinental Championship. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it just it filled time, and you know, it it, it helped fill the three hours for last night, and you know, moving on. That's all we, we could really say, right? Yep, you hit you hit the nail right on the head. Moving on, <laughs> we have the street profits. The street profits were backstage with Kevin Patrick, ask, and they were asking about their match against RK Bro. Angelo Dawkins said that they need to save the tag team division from the Alpha Academy. I think Alpha Academy has done pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Montez Ford complained about the champions. And Dawkins talked about how it didn't matter who leaves the tag with the tag team titles on Raw next week. 
because the Street Profits will be ready at WrestleMania. And of mm. course, they want the smoke. Who doesn't? It's, it, yeah. I think the Street Profits should be in WrestleMania. If, he, if Vince doesn't capitalize on them, that's, that's a big mistake. But then we had Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio entering for tag team action. Um, commentators were talking about how Bobby Lashley was was in concussion protocol, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, <laughs> they were trying to fool us. You know, it, it, I guess they didn't, they didn't listen to your your uh, tirade or scolding that that you had that you gave them about fooling us with this concussion protocol crap. So then a clip aired of The Miz and Logan Paul beating up Dominic Mysterio then did a promo about how Miz and Logan Paul challenged him to a match at Wrestlemania. Ray said that they accepted, but they were dropped and humiliated by The Miz. Ray said that at Wrestlemania, Miz is done with Miz is done with all the BS. Dominic said that he's not focused on a Hollywood mega dumbass and his, and his fanboy because tonight they're focused on a match against the Herpins. Does that exist? Yeah, that's what I said last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then The Miz made his entrance. Then I guess the crowd was Hollywood mega dumbass. And then <laughs> Miz, as if Dominic thought that Miz was bad, Miz did his usual promo were running down his accolades of the WWE. Yeah. It's, Typical it gets, Miz it promo. Yeah. yeah, it gets old after a while. And then the Miz mentioned beating John Cena in the main event of WrestleMania, which, right, isn't it one of the worst WrestleMania main events ever? It definitely, definitely doesn't stand out when you think of Mania main events. No, nope. it was very bad, Miz. Shut up about it. Anyways, the Miz put over Logan Paul for being more of a man than anybody in the building. I beg to differ on that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the Miz talked about how. With Miz's help, Logan will be the most famous superstar in the WWE <laughs> aside from the Miz. Miz, you're not even that famous, bro. No. no. Yeah. Miz Mr. added Mr. that. Mr. Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah. He's only oh, famous Marine. because. The Marine. Oh, yeah. The Marine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And he's only famous because he does all of the crap that stupid sports entertainment crap that Vince makes asked him to do like get eaten alive by zombies oh, and then yeah. no payoff you but anyway remind me you had to remind me of that didn't you <laughs> yeah yeah then miz added that they that they watched it all over again as miz and Log and logan hit skull crushing finales on the mysterios very bad by the way and then yeah. miz claimed that the fans were sick of watching the same old standard crap like the mysterios well, Miz, I think we're sick and tired of watching your old standard crap. But Miz said that his team with Logan is better, newer, they're global, and they are awesome. Uh, <laughs> what do you, what do you think? What do you think of that promo? Just typical Miz, typical Miz. I mean, you, you could pretty much hear what he's gonna say even before he opens his mouth. You can hear his mannerisms. You can see his mannerisms before he even bats an eye so I, I didn't find it very amusing I, I you know it's just I've seen it before I've seen this movie before you know over and over and over and I'm just kind of 
I'm kind of done watching the same movie, but unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, the the tape is stuck in the VHS deck and I can't get it out. So I'm kind yeah, of just the, stuck watching. I'm kind of stuck watching the same movie over and over again. Yeah, but, the, what is it? The tape. The tape is stuck. The yeah, tape is all, stuck. It can't be out. <laughs> yes. By the way, I just showed my age right there. I'm sure some some of our listeners are like VHS tape. What is that? <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, but it's okay. Yeah. I have a V. I have a I have a so uh, I have a Sony uh, VHS slash DVD all in one. That shows my age too. I still have one. Now, now that was fancy. Not to yeah. get off track, but when you had one of those, you were the shit. So, yes, yeah. kudos to you, sir. But yeah, unfortunately, um, it doesn't play Blu-rays. But Blu-rays yeah. weren't around at that point. But still, it plays both. It's good enough. But uh, no, I mean, it's, it's just a joke. And then I, I'm not a a fan of all the I know I know you're trying to get Logan Paul over because you know he's going to be in the match and of course that's what you need to do but I'm, I'm just I'm just not interested I don't like that guy I wish I could just punch him in the face and they they just keep ramming him down my throat but you know it is what it is I really didn't like any of this so um, I, there's nothing really else I could say except I, I, I disapprove I did not like it at all yeah, um, yeah, but again, we'll see. We, we have, I guess, we have that. We're looking forward to to look forward to. Then the hard business do Benjamin and Cedric their entrance. Remind you that Miz is still out there, still at ringside. So basically, the finish of the match was Miz grabbed Dominic's foot, Ray chased after the Miz. I mean, Ray's a veteran, right? But. Some things don't make sense. He chased yeah. after the Miz, and Benjamin did the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. The roll-up of death on Dominic after five minutes. So the Hurt Business beat the Mysterios. And the Mysterios, and I'm, it's weird because the Mysterios have a match in Mania, and the Hurt Business doesn't. But anyways, what do you think of the match? It's somewhere like an angle match, right? Yeah, I, I think so. And, and of course, knowing WWE, of course, we're going to have 50-50 booking. So we're probably going to have the same match again next Monday. And we're probably going to have the Mysterios go over next Monday. And just, I, I guess, start to give them a little momentum towards uh, Romania or something, I guess. Uh, but, <laughs> I mean... I, I'm, I'm glad to see Alexander and uh, Sheldon on my TV screen because I, I mm-hmm. like them. I love them when they were in the Hurt Business. I'm still really salty that they got rid of that. But, um, well, at least the Hurt Business as we knew it back then, not this inter- iteration of the Hurt Business. Because this is definitely a, 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 just a shell of what it used to be. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they got the victory. I'm happy that they got some TV time. The match was how how long was the match? Five five minutes. Not yeah, even, the match was about five minutes. Not even five minutes, and you know, just I'm, I guess I'm happy for them just to, that they get to do something aside from uh, being in catering or, or 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 watching Raw from a very weird and awkward angle, as they always <laughs> like the show when the superstars are watching Raw backstage. But um, again, very predictable now that the Hurt Business, quote unquote, the Hurt Business. That they went over yesterday, the Mysterios are going to go over next week because it's fifty-fifty booking, and um, you know, hey, again, it's just kind of just there to fill up uh, airtime, I suppose. But uh, no, I'm not complaining. But 
you know, I, I just wish I wish they could do more with those two, the hurt business, what I'm referring to. But I guess I'll take what I can get, right? Yeah, but hey, we we we're having a lot of tag team wrestling in this. Yeah, and, a little. So a far, little, as far as I can tell, there's only been one 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 on one match, right? And that's yeah, maybe... Omos and. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. So far, it's only been one one on one match, right? Yeah. Up to this point, so and it was a squash. Mm-hmm. Maybe Vicente Vicente heard me. Yeah. <laughs> yep, he did. He's one of our yeah. listeners, I'm sure. Oh yeah, it would it would it would be great. Um, <laughs> yeah. So moving on, Riddle and Randy Orton did one of their backstage promos. You know, Riddle rambling about stuff and saying. <laughs> Well, Wendy. Oh, it's like oh, Wendy. It's when he says that to me. It's like <laughs> if you're scratching a chalkboard with like you know nails, like long nails. I just I can't stand it. It's it's so annoying. But anyways, yeah. go ahead, continue, continue. And then Orton was trying to get him to focus. So I guess yeah. And then they entered. They entered for tag team action. But then, after commercial break, we got a sight of the women's tag team champions. I think they heard you because yeah. I had no idea that they were still—they're still with the company. <laughs> oh my gosh! I—I I, I totally forgot that they even had tag team champions for a good what a few weeks. I totally forgot yeah. completely. I, what is that? That old saying or that saying? Uh, out of sight, out of mind. That definitely applies with the women's tag team belts because I I totally forgot <laughs> that they even existed. I know. Hey, they got some TV time with Selena doing her random British. I don't even know yeah. why because she's Hispanic. <sighs> um, and then Carmela was plugging her YouTube show with Corey Graves that now I guess. They're going to be the new version of Edge and Lita and have live sex celebrations everywhere. And Corey uh, Graves saying that it was going to be better. And it won't be better because that's when Edge and Lita were great. And they won't mm. be better. They won't. No, and, I, I agree. No, no. <laughs> yeah. But I don't watch their show. But whatever. Uh, Vegas yeah, said... I, I had no interest in watching it either. But yeah, go ahead. Continue. Yeah. Vegas said that they accept the women's tag team title challenge from Sasha Banks and Naomi at Mania. Yeah. And that Carmella said after they win, she's going to get her fiance and they're going to celebrate. I'm guessing they're going to drink martinis and eat cake, I guess. <laughs> Play Mario Kart or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but finally, I hope Sasha Banks and Naomi win because they need to take the belts off them too. Yes, um, yes. And I and I hope that uh, I, I don't think this is a matter of if it's a matter of when it happens. I hope that they can do something more with the belts on these two. But yeah. Yeah. They're they were plugged in the matches for next week's next week's show, which would be the Wild Tag Team title arcade row. And facing Academy, which were defending champions. And Owens and Rollins, and they promoted this match a lot in this show. So, mm-hmm. so then we have our match: RK Bro versus the Street Profits. Finish. The finish of the match, I guess it was 
botched. Yeah, uh, it looked like Ford. it was. So Ford went to the top, <clears throat> Frog Splash off the top, and it looked like Orton hurt him a little. He looked like Ford hurt Orton because he, he landed on his right arm and shoulder because Orton mm-hmm. started favoring it. Orton then rolled towards the ropes. Ford covered Orton, who tried to get his foot on the bottom rope, and Dawkins shoved Orton's foot to prevent that from happening. Riddle saw it and said, but Wendy... <laughs> and he complained about it, but one, two, three. After nine minutes, the Street Profits won. And I think that finish was botched. What do you yeah, think? I, I think it was botched, too. It, it Something definitely looked off. And I hope Randy's not... Uh, or Wendy... I hope Wendy's <laughs> not, uh, not hurt severely. I, I don't think so. I think he probably just got his sh- shoulder jammed a little bit with uh, the frog splash from Ford. I'm surprised but... he didn't call him stupid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, uh, but, hey, if, if if we see the... If we don't see the profits for months going forward, we know what happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, but... Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure Wendy got that golden shovel from Triple H, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> he, he got it from Triple H. It's probably jeweled and crusted, too. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, aside from hoping that, that Randy's okay, um, the match was cool. I mean, I, I definitely, I love the street tree poppets, and I always get a kick out of uh, the frog splash that, that Ford um, that Ford does. I, I know. It's incredible. I, it is incredible. And uh, I, I know Michael Cole exaggerates a lot sometimes when he's, you know, he's calling a, a move or whatever. But I don't think it's an exaggeration when he says, oh, Ford looks like he leaped out of um, the TV screen. Because he legit, sometimes when I see him do the, the, the frog splash, he goes out of view from, from the TV for like a good like second or two. So he gets yeah. like cra- he gets crazy air when he does that frog splash. So kudos to him, very impressive. But um, but yeah, I mean the street profits went over, and I, I just I have a feeling that since they they were promoting the hell out of the the, uh, the uh, tag team ma- uh, match next week, I have a feeling that since um, I don't I forget if we mentioned this before, but uh, there've been murmurs that. Uh, that Stone Cold might be uh, appearing at, at Mania this year. I have a feeling that he he might show up next week because I don't think they would be promoting that match to death without something happening. So, um, yeah, I have a feeling that he he'll probably show up and he might even cost um, the best friends, aka uh, KO and, and and Seth, their uh, the. The, the tag team belts next week but mm-hmm. but anyways that's just you know my feeling we'll, we'll see what happens but uh, i mean aside from the botch i mean I, I thought it was cool like the match was good and i'm, I'm always entertained when i see the street profits so you know uh, thumbs up i guess yeah i hope you're right hopefully stone cold comes out opens a can of whoop ass yeah it's bad we, too bad we don't have jr and and in the commentary, we all stone cold. Yeah, stone cold. Because stone because cold. they're they're really they're they're really just driving this. I hate Texas into the ground. So there has to be a there, there's gonna be a payoff. I, I hope it's stone cold, and we'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't think it's gonna be someone else. I, I doubt it's gonna be Shawn Michaels. Dude, we're gonna get JBL. <laughs> 
<laughs> Knowing how WWE is, we're gonna get JBL. Oh my gosh! But uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I I really do think that no matter what is gonna happen, it's gonna start next week, next Monday. Well, and speaking of the best friends, yeah. they were interviewed by Kevin Patrick. If Rollins say Adam Rollins talked about the possibilities going to WrestleMania after winning the Raw Tag Team Title. Mm-hmm. And then Owen said his favorite thing will be leaving that hellhole, Dallas, Texas. Ah, and they left. Another Dallas plug. So, yeah, to your point, they are really driving the this home that Owens hates Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then moving forward, Finn Balor made his entrance for his U.S. title match that was coming up. We had a video of Veer Mayhem coming to oh. Raw. We when, when the fuck is he supposed to come? He's been getting vignettes since October. <laughs> it's it's a running joke now. I I really think that they're just doing it just for kicks now. I, yeah. it's it's obvious they don't have anything for this guy. That they didn't have anything for this guy. So now it's kind of just. I'm sure in the beginning they did these these vignettes, even though they didn't have anything for him, and they were just like typical WWE style. We'll just think of something on the fly. Let's just get these vignettes recorded and, and put out there just to fill up the three hours of Raw. And it, it just got to a point where they never came up with anything. And I think I honestly think Vince just gets kicked out of it. That's the only reason why they, they're still doing these vignettes. Because if he didn't, then I, I think we wouldn't hear from, from, from Veer is coming at all. It would have <laughs> stopped probably months ago. But uh, yeah. again, now, now it's just it's just a joke. And I don't even think uh, Veer <laughs> exists anymore. I think it's just an illusion. Because yeah. it's, it's just, it's just it's crazy. But all I could do is just kind of laugh. And, and there's really not much else I could say about it, you know? Yeah, way to kill somebody's momentum without without him appearing at all. So that's, when he's going to show up, everybody's going to shit all over him. And that's <laughs> their fault. That's a first, right? We're used to WWE botching people's call-ups and, and moves from one brand to the other. But this is actually a first where they're actually gonna they're gonna fuck his his, his debut up without him even showing up on the show. Bravo, yep. WWE, bravo. Uh, we wouldn't expect anything anything less from you guys. No, expect the unexpected, sir. <laughs> yep. There was a SmackDown breakdown video of last week's SmackDown. We're not going to go over it on this pod. You guys can listen to it. Mm-hmm. And on our pod section of the Shoot Style Wrestling Podcast, we broke down last week's Raw and last week's SmackDown. So tune into that show and then we'll you can listen to our highlights, how we broke down that show. Moving forward, we got Damian Priest making his entrance as a U.S. champion. Uh, there's some notes. Priest won the title at SummerSlam last August. And he's held it up for six months. And this match was set up last week. But before we get that, your man, Vicente McMahon, was in the office with Austin Theory. <laughs> they, were, they were talking about appearing on the Pat McAfee show on Thursday. Uh, with Theory talking about how Pat McAfee was a former NFL player. Mm-hmm. He created the Pat McAfee Foundation. God, so many accolades for this guy. And he signed one of the most lucrative deals in podcast history. Yeah, we're envious of that. Very <laughs> much so, yes. Yeah. Theory said it's been about 20 years, 20 years 
in a sit-down interview while pointing out that Vince scared the interviewer to death. So I guess it's been 20 years. I don't know about that. Yeah, you know, you know, WWE likes to milk it. And, you know, since they're talking about the genetic jackhammer, they have to make (laughs) it look good. Yeah, Theory wondered what happened if the interviewer jumped him. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Then he'll just get fired, Austin. He'll get fired because he works for Vince. (laughs) He's probably thrown in jail. Yeah, yeah. Theory wondered if Pat tries to jump Vince. So Theory suggested... He can be right there with Vince. But Vince said it's not that kind of show and excused himself, theory, but it could be. Oh, oh my gosh. I, yeah. I will say, if, if nothing else, I was amused and entertained by this this little this little segment. It was other other it's it was so dumb and absurd, but I I got enjoyment out of it. So I, I all I can say is I liked it and <laughs> They're definitely, they're definitely playing a seed in your mind that Austin's gonna be there. Yeah. When when this match happens, one way or the other, he's gonna be there. Now it's just a, it's just a question of is he is he gonna maybe wrestle for Vince or I think that or maybe case. or maybe is is he gonna come in and interfere? Now one thing I was thinking of. You know how Vince has been saying to Austin, oh, I expect the unexpected pal, you know, that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe I was thinking right before this match starts on Mania, maybe, you know, Vince says, oh, you know, gives a whole spiel about expect the unexpected and then just have like Austin and then maybe a cavalcade of, of people that are in catering and just kind of just go in there and just try to attack McAfee or whatever. But, um, but like I said, it's, I, I got I got a kick out of it, so I thought it was funny. And, and Vince just looks he looks confused, and it looks like he needs like some <laughs> applesauce and and a nap. But uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but again, but again, I, I was entertained, so that's all that matters, right? That's why I'm watching. So hey, I, I, I liked it. If nothing else, for that reason, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it pu- it pushes the narrative, but I think you're right. It's going to be Austin Theory versus McAfee. My point. You're building up Austin Theory, and you're gonna have him work with McAfee. Yeah, that doesn't make oh, any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make no sense at all. And I think you're right. They're angling for Vince versus McAfee, and then the old switcheroo subject card subject to change. It's gonna be Austin Theory against McAfee. Because I, I I know Vince is crazy, and I, and again, like I've said before, I think I said it in the previous podcast. I wouldn't be shocked if he actually goes through with it. But you have to tend to believe that he's not actually going to wrestle, man. Like, genuinely, come on. Like, he's not going to wrestle, right? Right? He's not going to wrestle. So you have Austin go, go out there and and and, uh, and give him um, a quote-unquote uh, mania moment, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he's 76 years old, man. He, I mean, 15 <laughs> years ago or maybe even 20 years ago, he tore his quads going into the ring and he was a young man. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> and that was still, that's still one of the funniest things I've ever seen on WWE TV, by the way. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. But moving forward, we have our match. We have our match, the U.S. Championship match between Priest and Finn Balor. Uh, the ending of the match. Balor up to the top, jumped off with the coup de gras double foot stomp for the pinfall win. And the crowd popped. It went 11 minutes, and we have our new champion, Finn Balor. 
Balor then celebrated with the U.S. title. Fans were happy. It was Balor's first time winning that title, adding to his history of winning the the Universal title, Intercontinental title, and NXT title. Damian Priest was in the ring with Balor after the match, and Priest said that the fans carried Finn to win the U.S. championship. I don't know about that, but Priest said he never got the respect while adding that the fans never gave him that respect, even though he busted his ass and was successful in spite of every one of them. Priest said he's going to win that championship back, and all that love and motivation ain't going to mean a damn thing. Priest then decked Balor with a clothesline. The crowd then started to boo. Priest tossed Balor out of the ring, and Priest picked up Balor on the floor and gave him the razor's edge on the commentary table, which Mm. didn't break, which is bad to WWE. The fans booed Priest while Balor is down. So, what do you think of the match and the post-match angle? So, before I say anything, I have to give uh, kudos to you, sir. You called it. You said that there was going to be a title change, and you said that it looked like uh, Priest was probably going to have a, a heel turn, and that's exactly what happened. So, kudos to you on, on correctly predicting uh, what happened yesterday. But um, the, the match was... I think the match was good. It was actually really entertaining to me. I think it was probably... At least for me, I think it was probably the, the best match of the night. Uh, me personally, just watching it. Um, I'm happy for, for Finn that uh, he gets a, a title run with uh, the U.S. belt. Uh, he, I, I could say this for a lot of superstars, but he's criminally underused and he needs to be on TV a lot more. So hopefully this is uh, an opportunity to, to showcase him a lot more because He's definitely really talented, and, and it was actually a, a real shame when he won the universal title and he had to uh, relinquish it uh, a day later just because he hurt his shoulder. That, that's actually a real shame because through no fault really, of his own, it was a it was a botch. Correct, and I feel that if that didn't happen, uh, things would have been a lot different for him. I, I have yeah. no I have no doubt that he would have had a good run with the belt, but. You know, it is what it is. We're here now, and you know, at least he has the, the U.S. title now. And and uh, like I said, hopefully he can have a nice little run because uh, as much as I, I, I enjoy Priest, I, I like him. I, I think his, his his work on the stick is, is decent, and he's a good worker. But the the his title is fighting fighting uh, champion little run that he had with the, the belt. It really didn't hit the mark with me that that much. Um, I didn't hate it, but like we said last time. It felt a little stale. So mm-hmm. hopefully this heel turn is, is just what the doctor ordered. And and uh, I could see him being a, a really good heel. Because I don't I don't think he's been a heel since he's been up, right? I don't think so. No. I think he's he... been, yeah, I think he's been just a face. So I'm actually really intrigued to see how he uh, he portrays a heel. Um, and I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be good. And I think he's going to do a good job at that. Yeah, he came up, I think, around Bad Bunny when yeah. bad, bad, around yeah. the last last year at Mania. He yeah. was a heel in NXT, and he was good. But then coming up, he he was a face. I think it'll revitalize him. I yeah. think this is they're gonna fight each other at Mania. Yeah, I think but then so. the thing is, yeah, but the thing is, you have him a heel, you have his heel turn. That's gonna be a tough call. Do you keep the belt on Balor or do you do you keep on this new character of Damian Priest? But 
I'm excited I, for Damian Priest, and we'll see. We'll see where this goes. But what were you saying? What do you think? I was just gonna say without saying too much because I, I want to keep uh, most of what I want to say for uh, future pod talking about the, the card and everything. But probably mm-hmm. what's gonna happen? They're, they're more than likely they're gonna have a, a, a match at Mania, and I think Balor's probably gonna retain via DQ. And I think uh, oh, okay. I think Damian's probably just gonna go crazy. So that way, that way you keep the belt on on Finn, and then you keep. Uh, pretty strong as far as with the whole heel turn and everything but we'll we'll see yeah we'll see we'll see going forward um edge made his entrance best theme song ever as far as i'm concerned dom likes it too by the way she loves that theme song yep yep i do as well but edge came out full of energy jumping up and down doing squats all that sort of thing um they plugged Friday Smackdown. Mm-hmm. Not gonna mention the matches. You guys can listen to our pod. Yes. Our pod on on because we did mention the matches that are gonna be up this coming SmackDown. But we have Edge promo. There were ten minutes left on the show. Edge said he's been waiting for this the moment for somebody to step up and face him in a match at WrestleMania. Edge said his roads to Mania got a lot clearer tonight. Oh, yes, he did. There was a delay a bit as Edge wondered what has happened to this place. And then Phenomenal appeared on the screen. And that cued AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. So that so we, we both got our we both got our prediction, right? But then Styles got in the ring with Edge. We stared at him. The fans cheered as Edge stared at Styles for a stare down. Styles just simply said, I accept. Edge said he's happy that Styles accepted because they have both wanted this match for a long time. And clearly the fans wanted this match. Including Ed, myself as well. Yeah, both wanted this match. Edge said he wanted the Bulldog AJ nothing. <laughs> a tag team bitch to Omar for the last year. <laughs> well, that's not his fault. It's Vince's fault. Yeah, yeah. Edge extended his hand for a shake. Styles thought about it, but then Edge decks Styles with a punch. <laughs> then Edge worked Styles with punches. Then Styles punched it back and hit a jumping kick to the head. Styles to the apron where he jumped for a phenomenal form. Edge avoided it and hit a very low blow. And Styles yelled very loud. Great sell by Styles, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And and then Edge had that possessed little heelish look on his face. And he started to rip his hair. It looks yeah, and his hair looks here's the thing, like you know how he when he's a heel, he kinda like, you know, pulls his hair. Yeah. Well Ed, Edge is almost fifty now. He's he's not in his thirties, so his hair, it looks like He's about to rip off all of his hair because it's so thin. It's so bad. His hair is so bad, by the way. I'm very. Uh, but then Edge worked over Styles with forearms to the face. Edge was about to leave, but then he stopped himself. And then the fans started booing Edge. And Edge went to ringside. Edge found stu- two steel chairs. Oh, we know what that means. Mm-hmm. Edge placed one of the steel chairs underneath Edge. Ed again had the same look where he kept pulling off his head. It's super thin. 
and his hair was got very frizzy. <laughs> and then Edge grabbed the second chair, and then he hit the concerto on Edge's head. I mean, it, yeah, it it looks very bad, but when when you do it right, uh, but but it, it's it's really more about camera angle work, right, with the concerto. Yeah. Yeah, but you know when it's when we're us as the viewers looking at it through the hard cam, it looks like it looks super bad. Um, but then um, Edge stared out into the crowd, then back at AJ Styles, and then hit another concerto. Mm-hmm. The fans, yeah, no, the fans were booing loud, and then Edge stared at the WrestleMania sign. You know the announcers were talking, you know. The rated R superstar and how the ultimate opportunist and blah 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 and Edge just stared at AJ Styles and that was the end of the show. You know what's weird though? Yeah. Some of these angles though. Wouldn't you have refs come out and try to stop him? You would think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's all right. He can get hit him with fifty concertos and nothing's gonna happen. It's because he's Edge. Yeah, but then, but that's it. That was the end of the show. We get the match that we're looking for, and they turn Edge heel, so we'll have a heel versus face match instead of a face versus face. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Edge Edge hasn't been a heel since. Oof. It's been a while. I don't. It's think been a been... long time. He, he hasn't been a heel since like what 12, 13 years. Twenty ten, eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he he's been a face since he's been back like a couple years ago. So yeah, this will be this will be the first time in a, in a while. I think he'll be fine. I I like uh, Edge being a heel, so I'm actually looking forward to it. But um, yeah, his hair just it just it just it just doesn't look right. And and I and I hope that my hair doesn't look like in like that. In 10 years. I, 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 you know, as my mom always said. As long as your hair doesn't fall off, you could always color it. So if I if I keep going gray, I'm fine with that. But Dude, you got a time, great head of hair. The 50 th- times better than Edge's hair. Th- thank you, but I, I just I don't want that thinning hair. If I will say this, if if it ever got to that point, I think I would probably just have a short haircut. Maybe go the uh, the Otis route <laughs> and have my hair have my hair like that because I think, uh, I think yeah, but... his, uh, his hair was thinning too, right? When his hair was longer, it looked like uh, he had some thinning hair. So yeah, I think I would probably go that it, route it, if I did. But it looks better on you because Otis has a big old round face. So short <laughs> hair on Otis doesn't look that. <laughs> but it's but I mean here and over there. I think you have great head of hair, and I don't think it'll get like edge. But I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was hilarious. He looked like Albert Einstein, and he looked like. <laughs> I know he, he, I mean, I know he tried to go back to his heel tendencies, you know, raking the hair and raking the hair and raking the hair, but dude, your hair looks so bad. Maybe he should start doing, maybe he should start grabbing his beard. Maybe that might be a better move instead of reaching for your hair. Yeah, but I've always said it's kind of hard for a, for a legend to be a heel, right? And somebody that like has Edge's story. Mm Mm-hmm. Like about facing adversity and coming back, and now he turned heel. So, 
I think this I think this match is going to be a match of the night type of match and it is, is I think it's going to get like about 20 22 I, I already said this 20 to 25 minutes. It's going to be stupendous. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh yeah, stupendous like Edge's <laughs> hair. Yes, Edge you have a stupendous uh, set of hair. Keep it up, man. Yeah. But no, But, I, I I definitely agree with you. I I think this is going to be match of the of the night contender for sure Wh- whichever night they end up playing this match on it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good one i definitely don't want to miss uh, anything of that match so um i'm gonna have everything ready next to me so i, I don't even i don't even think i want to blink yeah yeah and then it's i think the, and then they had edge go heel to make it a little bit more personal yeah and and i think they're gonna continue this route because I mean, Edge is going to put AJ over, and then once AJ beats him at Mania, it's going to be great. So mm-hmm. you feel like this is how it's going to be, right? Edge is going to keep getting the upper hand, keep getting the upper hand, and but we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But we got our wish, and that is a legitimate dream match that we have never seen before. That is a yes. You're right. That is yep. definitely a, a dream match right there. No if fans are buts about it. But hey, I mean, no, no Cody yet. <laughs> I know nope. some people were. I'm, I know some people were thinking, oh, it might be Cody, but who knows what's gonna happen with that guy? Yeah. But we we can talk about that another time. But just wanted just to mention it. Yep, that was and that was the end of Raw. Um, and before I give you, I get your final opinion of overall of this week's episode, the matches for the WrestleMania Premium Live Event. Oh, what a <laughs> yes. name! The stupendous WrestleMania Premium Live event. Right now, we have the winner-take-all unification, all championship unification match between WWE Champion Brock Lesnar and the Universal Champion Roman Reigns. Main eventing Sunday, um, we have the SmackDown Women's Championship match between Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. That will be on Saturday. We have the Raw Women's Championship match between Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. You know that's on Saturday as well. Mm-hmm. We have Edge and AJ Styles. That match was added. We have Ray, Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz and Logan Paul. We know that's Ugh. on Saturday. Uh, Hopefully that's that's uh, that begins the show. Um, and then we got the Women's Tag Team Championships right now between the champions, Selena Vega and Carmella. I'm reminding everybody who's the champion is, in case you didn't know, against Sasha Banks and Naomi. Such a shame a talented wrestler like Sasha Banks has to be, you know, has to be secluded to this match or or bound down to this match. But that was the end of Raw. And what do you think of Raw overall for this week's episode? Overall, I think it was okay. I mean, it, it definitely had its, its ups and downs. But I think overall, I, I was entertained by it. So I, I've definitely seen a lot worse. I, I will say that. So, um, Could could Raw be better? Yeah, of course it could be better. It, it would be nice, honestly, I, and I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before, but it would be nice if Raw went back to two hours. Mm-hmm. I think I, I would definitely enjoy that a lot more. But um, but yeah, it, it was fine. I mean, you know, I really don't have anything uh, to complain about too badly, except the except the uh, the Logan Paul references. They really grind my gears. If you can't tell, I, I really hate everything about that. And I know it's not Miz's fault necessarily because 
you know, we all know he's a company man and he's going to roll with everything. And, you know, he's the he's a superstar that tends to match up with uh, with celebrities and all that. So that's it is what it is. But I, I, I really I really have no interest in, in, in Logan Paul at all. I, I, I no, let's go away. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, I think to me it was an average, average Raw. Um, it lo- the, the the final hour of Raw was pretty good because it yeah, featured yeah. Edge and Finn Balor and Damian Priest and then it had Vince McMahon in there. Um, <laughs> the highlight of the show, yes. Yeah, we got some solid in-ring action, right, with uh, the tag teams. The tag team matches, we got Finn Balor and and um and Damian Priest so I think it was an average show and I'm surprised but they it looked like they dedicated some the focus the focus was on the men's tag team title division division so yeah that's weird right <laughs> it feels out of place you know what I'm saying out of the norm like, yeah it's like am I am I watching the right show but uh, but it definitely was a, a pleasant surprise. That I definitely do enjoy tag team wrestling, um, and and they definitely have enough talent there to really make the division excel. But you know, they just for whatever reason they really don't. But hopefully, this will be the beginning of a of a say a sort of a renaissance for the for the tag team uh, division uh, at NWWE. Yeah, but. This will conclude our episode of the Shoot Style Wrestling Podcast. Again, we hope that all of you share this podcast with all your friends and family. And yeah, keep supporting keep supporting this pod and we'll continue to keep posting content content on it. Um, we will post we will post on Friday our review of SmackDown. So Stay tuned for that and again listen to our other episodes as well. Mm-hmm. But until then, a thank you. Yeah, thank you. A thank you and good night, everyone. Good night. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Shoot Style Wrestling Podcast. For more exciting content, please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all of your podcast listening platforms.